What is up, everybody? It is Jenna, your host of Jenna's Adventures Podcast. And today I have on my friend Sarah, who is the owner of solobossdesign.co. She is a branding strategist. She's a digital nomad, and she is living that digital nomad life here in Thailand. So this episode is all about living that life. The realities, the ups and downs, being your own boss while traveling the world and trying to build your own business in another country in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) So it was a really interesting conversation I had with her. And I'm very excited to announce that we will be leading a workshop for you. And it's free. It's called Clarity for Personal and Business Growth. And it is a personalized workshop for the spiritually aligned coach. So if you are a coach and you're spiritually aligned and you're looking to gain new tools, gain clarity on yourself, on your business, and upgrade yourself in your business, this workshop is for you. I'm going to be taking the spiritual aspect and we're going to be going over your dominant chakra code and what that means for you and your business. And Sarah is going to take over the professional side talking about branding and how to level up your business. So we're really stoked to be sharing this with you. Again, it's free. We're only accepting 10 people so it can be very personalized. And you can learn more or register at www.solobossdesign.co slash workshop dash clarity and I'm going to link a link to this podcast for you and if you have any questions as always you can always reach out to me chakracodes.com Jenna's Adventures on Instagram or chakra.codes on Instagram and without further ado here we go Alright everybody, I'm with one of my new favorite people, Sarah. Hi Sarah, welcome to the show. (laughs) Uh, We're excited to talk to you today because we're going to talk about living that digital nomad life. It's all the things, it's amazing, it's beautiful, it's fun, but it's also lonely, hard, stressful, confusing. I mean, we're all trying to be our own bosses out here, so... (laughs) <laughs> on a tropical island in the middle of a pandemic so it's been there's ups and downs there's ups and downs so um I wanted to ask you Sarah well first of all what what do, who are you what do you do yeah so I am a brand strategist and designer uh specifically for female coaches um and I really help female coaches get clarity um with their business and better understand what matters to them Um, And then aligning that with what matters to their ideal client and bringing those two worlds together because that's kind of where that magic happens and where you can really start to like profit from your business when you figure out where those go. Um, So yeah, that's basically what I do and I translate all of that good strategy then into these beautiful visuals as well. Very beautiful. You guys, I I, well first I have to thank you because (laughs) I didn't know what my business looked like. I knew what I offered, but when you started working with me or I chose you to work with me it was just like you brought it to life so thank you so much and and everybody that's listening you're gonna see very soon once I launch my site it's pretty much all Sarah so thank you oh I appreciate that but really like my role is just bringing it out of someone right like they already have it there like you had those ideas there I just kind of help shift it in a way that's more of a blueprint for moving forward but it's your ideas it's the stuff you already know but sometimes you're so in it you can't see it yeah, and when you have your own business, you are in it. Oh, Putting it lightly. <laughs> uh, so before we talk more about what you do, I thought we could get into the juicy stuff first. Okay. Like living, oh, first of all, we have been stuck in Thailand for the past year and a half now. Woo. 
Um, we've both been through some crazy times, emotions up and down. Uh, I think we've had the we've all experienced the lowest lows and the highest highs here. Um, for yeah. Sure. So let's talk, let's first talk about how we ended up on this in this country, stuck on this island. Like, tell me your story. Okay. Well, it all starts back in January 2020. <sighs> Wide-eyed, excited to go on an around-the-world trip, and then three countries, three months later, the world stops, and I'm stuck on this island, actually. I remember walking the beach on the phone with my mom, being like, do I go home? Do I stay? Like, uh, what? It, there's just so many unknowns. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to stay here. If I have to be quarantined, at least I can do it while staring at the ocean. Um, a year and a half later, I am still here. Um, I traveled all around Thailand for the past six months, have been on this island in the south, um, which is where we met. Um, I am so glad every day that I made that decision to stay. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. been amazing. It has been amazing. It's been hard, but it's been amazing. Like you said, yeah. I would rather be here looking at the ocean, going to the waterfalls and the hikes and being at home in a an apartment or something. I also, yeah. too, I was so stressed out. Like, do I go home? Do I stay here? I ended up staying. And it's been a roller coaster, but I'm glad I did that. Um, I'm curious. So when you were traveling through Thailand, what was it like? Because Thailand is one of the most, like, people go to Thailand for vacation. And now that we all the tourists were gone, what was the country like? Oh, my. Well, it's crazy because you. when I first got here, I actually was a volunteer at a hostel for a month. So I had that backpacker life, like, going really strong. Met up with some friends back down south when the world kind of blew up. Um, <laughs> that's the only way I can think of describing it. World was um, ending. And then it was, like, everyone was, like, a mass exodus. And then we found other, like, random travelers or backpackers that were, were like us that decided to stay. So we formed this, like, weird, like, island of misfit toys community. So true. Um, so we would, like... I remember last summer when we were on the island and, like, we were this giant group of people. We just were doing every activity you could possibly do on this island. So I'm pretty sure our faces are going to be the advertisement for every local business for the next, like, three years. Yeah. Um, so and it was weird to just navigate things being closed, being open, not really sure where to go. And you must have been, like, the only ones there. Yeah. It was, like, a really? giant group of, like... 30 plus of us but we were the only ones there and it was amazing to get connected with the locals as well and like see how much joy they had and what they do and like just being able to bring that out in such a hard time because like that's the reality is that we got to experience like these gorgeous places but there's so much devastation since so many people rely on tourism. tourism yeah did you happen to go to Phuket since you've been in the country um we I did not go to Phuket this time. I'm trying to think if I did. No. So I went to Phuket and it was dead. It yeah. was so eerie. Like in Thailand, you have 7-Elevens pretty much on every corner. And all of the 7-Elevens were shut down except for one. It was so weird. No one's there. And that's where people go to honeymoon. Like the streets are just packed. It was so weird and sad to see. Yeah. Um, but I had the beach all to myself. But it was it was weird. Yeah. It's eerie. It is very eerie. Um, so yeah, okay, so we've been here in Thailand since the pandemic. Um, let's talk about the realities, first of all, of being your own boss and being a digital nomad. The lifestyle is real and it's so important to have because I've had a lot of my, you know, some friends back home and family be like, why can't you just 
come home and continue your business endeavors here. And it, I couldn't explain to them that the community that you create and your surroundings is imperative to a successful di the digital nomad life. It's just, it gives you inspiration. You meet so many people doing the same thing. Um, yeah, so I was wondering to hear your take on that. Um, I could not agree more. Um, you know, if I was sitting at home, I would not be doing this. I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Um, I wouldn't be making all the amazing connections I'm making. I wouldn't get all the inspiration I'm getting for, you know, workshop ideas, um, you know, just PDF ideas, anything. Um, I would just be relying on what a Facebook group was saying. Um, but here I get to learn from people that are like 10 steps ahead of me, um, at the same level as me, and then also provide my knowledge to people that are a few steps behind me. And it's just a really inclusive, inviting community that's all about helping each other. That's so key, helping. Like, it's, there's definitely not a scarcity mindset here. Like, I'm so grateful to everybody I've met. Like, photo shoots, talking brand strategy, um, you know, sharing the shocker codes, and everybody is so, everyone just wants to learn and do their best. And, um, for the most part, there's not a lot of competition. Well, there sometimes is, but we're actually all here to support each other because it can get lonely, like very lonely yeah. and confusing. Definitely. And because we're our own bosses, like we have no one to really talk to or who, who is keeping us in check. So like we all keep each other in check. I mean, there's been some weeks where like, okay, this week, what cafes are we meeting in? What's our work hours? What do you need to work on? And keeping each other accountable is so important. Yeah, we're each other's strategists, photographers, creative directors, and then uh, like mental support group. <laughs> like we're literally everything just rolled into one because nobody else knows. Like, again, like I can't imagine trying to build a business and not being around other people trying to build a business. And I'm sure anyone at home who's tried to start something and like has their best friends or their partner or even family and you're trying to explain what they're going through it's just you don't understand it and of course not they're not living it but being here with other digital nomads and entrepreneurs like just trying to figure out a way to make it I don't know how else like to describe it but like you have to be around people doing what you're doing yeah it's so exciting too it is it's so exciting <laughs> um let's touch upon like our external environment because I know a lot of people on my Instagram or on yours they see us on our time off like sipping on coconuts <laughs> at like an infinity pool overlooking the sunset view or like we're hanging out in the waterfalls in the middle of the day and everyone's like are you working like how do you <laughs> What are you doing? Right. But the reality is, is so different. Oh my gosh. Well, th just think about every time we hang out with each other, we end up talking about work just because it's like so big and important to us right now. So even when we're sipping those cocktails, we end up talking about like our new idea or project. Um, but also the reality is like those are our breaks. So like we're working, you know, almost every day, good chunks of the day. Um, but our breaks, instead of, you know, going home to watch Netflix, we get to go to a waterfall. So we've just created the opportunity for more work-life balance. And that doesn't mean less work. It just means that the off time is spent doing stuff that, like, we really enjoy. Yeah, and we chose that. Right. And, again, it's not – there's a lot of sacrifices that come with it. Like, I haven't Definitely. seen my family in a year and a half. Yeah. 
And the men here, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, if there was, if there could be like a like just like, like oh my god, don't even. It's honestly we can't even go into that. It's a whole other podcast that needs thing. to be made about this particular <laughs> island and men. That's that's for another that's time. That's a two day vent session. Oh my god, yeah, and. So I just, I really want to make it clear to people that, yes, it looks amazing, and some parts of it are, but like you said, Sarah, if we're at the waterfalls, we start, and it turns into a meeting, like, yeah, let's do this, or what can I do for you tomorrow, blah, 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 and it's constantly thinking, and I remember, I think it was a few weeks ago, you were just like, I need a break from work, like, how, and then how do you extract yourself from that, because it follows you everywhere, so, um, it really is a big learning curve on being your own boss and the pro is is that we get to choose where we do it so but it, it does it definitely comes with its challenges yeah I mean I've literally been in a bar dancing with my laptop oh yeah tell because me. <laughs> because of time zone issues and a client deciding that there was a 911 emergency for a project um yeah I remember we were I was on a trip with some friends um and I was like sweet I just wrapped up this big project that like was taking up a big chunk of my life I was done put it away good to go get an email oh my god I can't get this to upload and I was like nah so I was trying to do it at the hotel the wi-fi was out another reality of living on an island is that the electric goes out you need to find a place with a generator like that's a whole other issue too but yeah so then I was just like okay well my friends are at the bar the bar has wi-fi Let's go. I brought my laptop, dancing, trying to get this thing up. You know, you just got to make it work. And I think that's the reality for any business owner is you just kind of got to make it work. Yeah, you just got to make it work. And the time zones too, like you said. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. What's nice too is that like all the other digital nomads get it. So if like you're like at a party on the weekend and you're trying – by the way, there is no weekend. We get to choose our hours. Yeah. But also that means that we're pretty much working constantly. But like you're, you know, hanging out with friends at dinner or whatever, and all of a sudden I got to take this call, guys. Like we just we just all understand and yeah. we get it. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the times – well, first of all, living on this island is a circus – Yes. I, I can't believe this is reality. No. Um, you, yeah. And not only do you meet some of the, the smartest, most intelligent, innovative people, you also meet some crazies. And Sometimes they're the same person. Sometimes they're the same <laughs> person. That's so true. So can we talk about that time that we did try to give ourselves a fun night out? Like, no work, nothing. And right. We went to this place called Retro Mountain. Yes, for yeah. a Latin party. For Latin so much party. fun. Just dancing, great music, you know, Thailand heat. So immediately just like, you know, you try to look cute five seconds later, immediately dripping sweat. <laughs> yeah. um, but we had so much fun. That was a really fun night. I don't think we talked about work once. No, yeah, it no. felt so good. Felt so good. And then we went to this place called Food Factory afterwards. It was like 2, 3 in the morning. At it least. was pretty late. It, it was, was at, at least then. And we were eating these horrible cheeseburgers or whatever. Mine was great. Oh, it was? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> and chicken nuggets. Can't oh, yeah, the chicken nuggets. <laughs> I remember those chicken nuggets. Uh, but we were sitting there, and the table next to us had like this guy with an accordion. Just some random guy. And he was, oh like, goodness. serenading us, playing this pretty pretty talented. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. But yeah. we were sitting there, like, <laughs> it's 3 a.m. on a tropical island. There's an accordion player right next to us, serenading us as we're eating our cheeseburgers. 
And guess, what? tell them where he's from, though. Oh, yeah, he's from uh, Patagonia. Patagonia. So, uh, <laughs> we have a, a Patagonian accordion player. And then, oh, the funniest was when he was trying to leave, or he successfully left. But we have scooters here in Thailand. And how did that go? <laughs> I honestly, well, we saw him on our way to Food Factory, mm. and I was convinced he was going to be just rolled over in a ditch because he ran away or was driving away, playing the accordion <laughs> and driving the bike at the same time. And I was like, "There's, there's just no way. There's absolutely no way." Twenty minutes later, he's at the the same restaurant, singing us beautiful tunes, and then at the end of the night, just sails away again on his on, on his, his scooter, scooter with, with playing, the, playing the accordion. Insane. <laughs> It's so funny. Right? Oh and probably if we talk to him, he's probably like a multimillionaire. Like, that's yeah. the kind of sh- stuff you run into here. You know, I did find him on Facebook, and like, not only is he an accordion player, he's like a DJ, and he's a beautiful jazz musician on the piano. I'm like, what? Who are you? Yeah. And he probably has his own business that he's maybe sold in yeah. millions no, of dollars. Yeah, just chilling. Oh, by the way, we have another friend who's like, he's sold three businesses. He's, he, do you know what I'm talking about? I, oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should say it. His name is Nate Ginsburg. Look him up, guys. He's super smart. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he led a workshop as well. Oh, that's another thing. Workshops. So here's another thing about the digital nomad community is we are so supportive. Um, for a while there, we were leading, everyone was leading a workshop a week of their what they know. I learned so much from that. It was amazing. Where are we going to get that in the States or anywhere? Right. I mean, one thing right now, we lucked out with the COVID situation, particularly in Thailand, but also like I don't know... Where else we get that opportunity? Because it'd be trying to get people after work, or before work, or like on a weekend to go to this workshop, like as they're trying to build something after their nine to five. But here, this is people's lives right now is trying to build a business. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know where else we'd get that. It's incredible. It's so Amazing. incredible. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about let's see if there's anything I wanted to hit about living abroad as a digital nomad in Thailand, being your own boss, and time management. That's real. It's, yeah. There's no one, the only people you have that you're responsible to is if you have clients. Um, But other than that, like, it's all about yourself. Like, you have to be like, oh, I need to create my content plan. I need to post. I need to interact. There's no one above you, like, holding a paycheck over your head to complete those tasks. Like, you have to do it. So you're doing, trying to do that, trying to figure out how to do that. And then you have the distraction of you know parties or the beach or whatever um so it's like trying to figure out how to do that but then again you did this so you could enjoy that stuff yeah so you have to try to find that balance and it's hard it's very hard it's very hard um yeah sometimes I have to force myself to turn my work brain off yeah yeah it's crazy um so we are working guys just because you see us on the beach like please we are working hard uh and it's lonely sometimes um okay Let's talk about you. Um, (laughs) Everyone, this is Sarah again. She really, truly is amazing. Um, What would you call... You would call yourself a brand strategist. Yes. Can you just... Can you explain to everybody what branding is? Because when I first thought of it, I thought it was color scheme. Right. And that's so typical and it makes sense. Like, if you just... Going back in time, the history of, like, what a brand is, like, it literally started with farmers putting brands on you know, they're animals, right? To keep, to know that, like, that was theirs. Like, they had ownership over it. Over it, And, like, it's started to develop, you know, maybe a little bit more intricate, like, logo. So a lot of, in people's minds, 
it is like that logo mark or if they've expanded their ideas it's like the visual whole experience but that's just one small piece into building a brand for the modern world so like branding today and what a brand really is is like how someone feels about a product or service or a business so like anytime someone interacts with a business or a personal brand um, like a coach who I tend to work with um, they're starting to form an opinion and a perception of you and branding is kind of the way to help shape that and you shape that through branding obviously so brand strategy is all the work before you get to that fun expression so before you get to you know your fun captions or your nice looking logo or color palette or website before all that stuff can like come out in a way that's going to benefit someone you have to do the strategy first so I bring those two worlds together and I didn't realize that because when I um, booked to work with you I thought it was just gonna be like a one-hour session and I didn't realize it was a process and I was so grateful for that because through our process together my I now have such a better understanding of who I am what I am and now I also have the images the colors the aesthetic the feel the everything to go along with it like it's completely entire package yeah and you gave me this one exercise that I thought that I was just gonna be a chakra code I thought I was just gonna create chakra codes and just do readings after that exercise you gave me I it's gonna be an entire system I can't wait to teach people how to become readers like thank you for that it was amazing yeah it's one of my favorite exercises yeah it's yeah. called the so basically I got it from um a book I was when I was reading about um branding and all that good stuff it's a technique another branding agency or marketing agency used and I love it so much but basically it's having people write their business obituary so it's like 25 years down the road you decide to close your business what would people say about it and it's just a way to get people to think big and like yeah. see what their vision is for their business and like not only some like hard facts of like how much money you had left over where did it go but like what was that impact how did you make people feel yeah and that when I saw that because I was only looking at like six months a year down the line I didn't know how to open my brain up to see that far so it was such a simple amazing exercise yeah um, so thank you <laughs> no problem um you kind of said it already <clears throat> but do you have a specialty or a type of like what is your client that you your ideal client yeah, so I, my specialty, I guess, in, like, what I do is basically taking the ideas people have and, like, how they feel about what they want to create and just putting that into a way that is true to who they are and what matters to them, but then also in a way that's true to who their ideal client is and what matters to them, bringing those two worlds together, but basically just taking those ideas and putting it into a clear blueprint and way to move forward, um, and my bread and butter is working with female coaches, um, usually like mindset type coaches, spiritually aligned coaches, um, you know, business coaches as well. Um, but just other female entrepreneurs that are helping others grow. Yeah. Why, why female coaches? Oh, good question. So I, um, got introduced to kind of the coaching world relatively recently from being on this Island, meeting other coaches, um, and then starting to work with one myself. And I just think, I love how um, how supportive they are and like how much they help others. So I just like the being able to help like other female entrepreneurs like live their dreams and like build a business that's like built to last. And that's really important to me. Oh, that's so, that's so that's so beautiful. <laughs> I will say too, you do help people even if they're not your personal client. If you guys 
have any questions about branding or any facts you want you really want to educate yourself on that your Instagram page is amazing oh thank you you always you're so (laughs) consistent you're always posting these awesome like what was the last one you did about the statistic where there's like five million what was that statistic yeah so according to like a stat in 2019 there's like over five million coaches and the industry set to grow to be like 22 some odd billion dollars and then by 2022 um but it's just the point that like there's so much competition out there and like how are you positioning yourself how are you making sure you stand out and if you're not thinking about branding you're missing an important ingredient and that's something i see a lot actually we don't have to get into this here but a lot of people say like don't worry about branding you don't need to worry about it it's not the time blah 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 but they're mis- that just comes from a misunderstanding of what it is, which I explained earlier. Um, but yeah, just it's important to realize like how to position yourself out there. What, real quick, what's your Instagram again? It's so it's Solo, Solo Boss Design Co. Solo Boss Design Co. So yeah, yeah I highly recommend following uh, Sarah's Instagram because it's just it's really educational. Like everything you post, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, let me. I want to hit upon the personal branding real quick. Mm. I actually heard someone on a podcast say. Why are you wasting your money on branding, especially if it's a, pers- a personal branding? It's just you. Like, that's the branding. But can you explain a little <laughs> bit? And I didn't realize how important branding was, especially for personal branding, until I started working with you. Yes. Okay, so this is something I'm seeing come up so, so, so much, is that people think personal branding is just their Instagram feed and just about showing their face. And that's a piece of it, but it's by no means the whole puzzle. So personal branding is actually the same process I would take someone through if it was a more of a business branding, which we did for Shocker Coach, which is a little more like business versus just the name, like your name and being a personal brand. Um, Like Jenna's Adventures would be a more personal. Right. That would be more of like a personal brand that you're creating. But you still have to go through the process of knowing who your ideal client is or like who you're trying to draw in. You still have to go through the process of understanding what matters to you and why. So it's the same exact process, but it's something people miss because they think just showing their face is enough. But what, how are you messaging? How are you showing up? How is that related to bringing someone in to want to buy something from you? And that's just something I see all over the place that's missing. I have to, so I'm going to use myself an example. I really have not put any time or effort in my branding for Jenna's Adventures. And you can see that. It's, it's, it's my personal thing, but maybe one day I'll really work, maybe I need to work with you on that. But then our friend, if you look at her website, it's eat.shop.travel. It's also kind of a personal. Yeah. But you will see the difference between mine and hers because um, that is clear branding right there. So right. it's so important. And then people can... It's almost like you're sending out this vibration. People can hear it and they'll be attracted to it. But if you're not sending anything out that's they can get, you're kind of just missing the, missing the opportunities, really. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and I can't wait for Shocker Codes. If it wasn't oh, so for excited. You, like, I can't wait to show the world, the brand, like everything. It's going to be amazing. It's, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so what is, your, what is your favorite thing that you like to do when you work on branding with someone? Like, is there a, a certain module? Mm. So I, I think I have two favorite parts. The first is after the first um, strategy session, because again, like you said, you thought you were just going to come in and kind of like, okay, like let's get an idea of the visual expression that you like. And I 
don't want to speak for you, but I think you got like a whole other experience of like, oh, wow, I'm excited about this business. I can't wait to grow it. So that's one of my favorite parts, just seeing how excited the client gets. And then my other favorite part is um, at the end of the strategy part where I put it all together and then translate it into visuals and they get to see the mood board um, and kind of actually start to visualize their brand. And again, they're just getting super excited. So those are my two favorite pieces because just seeing the client get super excited and pumped up about their business. I have to say, the mood board was my favorite too. <laughs> when I saw that mood board, I, I almost cried. I was like, oh my God, this is my business. I see it now. So thank you for that. Um, uh, we kind of were talking about this a little bit before I pushed record, but so, uh, what, does, what does a person need to start working with you? A business, and that's it. Um, they just need to have a business in place. Some people will tell you, you know, you need to have sales, you need to have blah, blah, blah. Um, that might make it easier to afford a service that I do. But as far as thinking about branding and working with someone to help you formulate that brand is as soon as you decide to have a business, it's the right time to think about branding. Can you touch upon what does it mean to have a business? Because for me, before I met you, I didn't think I had a business, but mm, I did. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think you, and you figured out that piece a little bit more with with Alicia, Alicia right? Yeah. With our like, friend Eat our, dot shop yeah, travel. Amazing. Because she's, she's a and she's a business strategist and she kinda helps or business coach. So she helps with more of like, I have this passion, how do I turn it into an online business? That's kind of her specialty. Yeah. And it's yeah, sorry, just uh, yeah. check her out. It's launch and thrive, by the way. Yeah. Our f- God, our friends are really cool. We're so amazing. <laughs> like, wow. Okay, so go on. <laughs> I'm just so proud of all of us. I know. <laughs> Again, we're each other's uh, therapists and mental support groups. That's why we talk each other up so much. <laughs> and I really do believe, we it. and we, I believe in you. Oh, guys. I do. Like, t- yeah, it's true. Yeah, but. it's all. But also the emotional part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she kind of helped you realize, like, I have this passion. How do I turn it into some way I can make money? And she was like, Well, you can start offering readings and grow it into whatever. Blah blah blah. That's great. Now you have. You know, I'm going to have an offering for people. And then I helped you better define the messaging around that, right? Like what that looks like. How does that come out? Like what's your big vision for the business? Um, Some of that I think Alicia helps with as well. Um, And that's just something that I, I think maybe dive into a bit more, but she helps with the whole, you know, more business process. Yeah. Um, Cool. And how how can someone find you? Like if they just want... Because you do discovery calls for those that are like, I don't know, like, how do I do this? So yes. explain all that. How would Yeah, work with so you? you can find me on Instagram at Solo Boss Design Co. And I have a link in my bio that you can um, sign up for a free discovery call. It's a free 20-minute call, um, just a quick chat, nothing serious. Um, and then we can figure out if it makes sense to work together. Um, and then I'm super excited as well because we're going to be doing a workshop together. Yes. So I'm super pumped about that. And I'll have the link to that in my bio as well. And you'll have it in yours or you can DM us. But basically it's for the spiritually aligned coach. Um, and we're just going to be helping them find clarity in their personal life and then translating that into how they can grow their business. Yeah. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to have both. It's going to have personal you know, development and growth. And then we're, like you said, go into then the tangible business aspect of it and how to bring them both together. So, uh, really excited about that. Um, and did you leave, did you drop your website and your Instagram? Um, so I gave my Instagram, my website is soloboss design.co. 
Um, yeah, so you can see there, you can see the work I do, got blog posts up there, um, can fill out a form to work with me if you're interested. But yeah, those are the two ways that's easiest to get in touch with me. Sweet. And is there anything else you'd like to share with the world? Um, I would just say that don't be afraid to take the risk. Go for it. Um, if you're feeling a pull to try something different, go for it. Amazing. Thank you. Thanks for sitting oh, down. Thank you. This was so much fun. All right. We'll see you later.